All right, welcome back to Voice of the Veteran. I'm here again with the man, the myth, the fitness legend himself, Mr. Andrew Papp, and we are actually going to be doing an authenticity ambush. Welcome Out- back, Papp. Outstanding. Thanks for having me. <laughs> do you know what an ambush is? Yes. Did you learn that on your gap here? I did. Uh, do you know the types of an ambush? Uh, well, whether it, I don't know. I just remember we practice getting done, uh, running into an IED and getting fired when we running into an IED. Oh god! Well, not running into. Uh, I remember doing. What's it called? J hooks? J hooks. Yeah, I think we had to yeah. stand too, like making sure someone was. I don't know, man. It was oh so boy. long ago. I had to stop now. Stop so me. Stop me. Linear area, dog leg. No. <laughs> None of that. Have you ever been in ambush? No. You're in one now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Authenticity. What does authenticity mean to you? Just means whatever is you, you put forward. Okay. Are you always authentic? I would like to think I am. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable and show the, the things, the, the, the non-shiny things of me. So I believe that's what, that's, yep. that's the answer. So you've never not been authentic? I, no. Well, I accept myself for who I am. And if other people don't, don't accept that, which many don't, um, that's not my problem. You're always happy and smiling. Is that really you? It's, it's, it is my best method of um, mitigating the tough times I go through, but yeah. I make sure people don't think that I don't have feelings and I'm some psychotic person who doesn't. No, no, you're yeah, definitely. You're just always smiling, mate. Even when you're doing like a million burpees and stuff, you're always smiling, and I don't really well, understand what, how and why. Well, one of those things is when you when you're in your darkest moments uh, in in training, you think how good. That was used to be like our little mantra back in the day. It was when things hit, hit the fan, you all come together and you said, "How good's this." Yeah, and right. I'd rather approach that adversity with some sort of positive notion than, than really sink into it and get You're lost in it. You're a very positive man. Yeah, look, mate, I mean, look, it's, it's sometimes it's more about uh, being desperate and, 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 and that's your only option. Okay. Mm. Tell, tell me about that. I'm intrigued. Being desperate and that's your only option. Well, I think a lot of us haven't been desperate before. Uh, have, have maybe have had many options, which is great. Yep. And if you've got that, awesome. But sometimes you need to become desperate to really push and evolve yeah, to gotcha. achieve. You hit those survival instincts. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, okay. I like it. What really grinds your gears? What makes you lose that smile? Uh, people who. <laughs> what really grinds my gears? People who stop at roundabouts. Oh. Um, okay. Got <laughs> a road rage coming. People who litter. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, and people who just don't, aren't courteous. Yeah, good. Okay. What sort of litter? Any particular litter? Litter from the car window? Mate, I have an 18-month-old puppy and cigarette butts are my new yeah. worst thing. I just can't believe, if, like we all know these days, how much effort it goes to, to find someone that sells cigarettes, to buy them, to unwrap them, to go through the process to find somewhere to smoke and you can't pick up a cigarette bun. Yeah. All right. Good. That's nice. All right. That's what grinds your gears. How tall are you? 182 centimetres. 182? Yes. On the dot? Shit. I think I'm 181. <laughs> How much do you weigh? Uh, I fluctuate between 81 to 86 kilos. Gotcha. Wow, that's a big fluctuation. Yeah. Do you worry about your weight or is it like a um, fitness, fitness purpose piece? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. You're not set on like a body weight goal or? I had, I had my own issues with um, deriving my own self-esteem from what I looked like because, you know, I know this is an 
I don't know if this is like because you look terrible. No, no. So, so let, let me put this. No, in I'm the with context. you. I'm with you, mate. Yeah. Um, I, growing up as a young kid, I had like an athletic physique. Can you just relax the bicep. My biceps meant to look bigger on these things, <laughs> and you're sitting. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. uh, growing up, I, I I got attention for looking a certain way. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I started getting paid for looking a certain way, and so right. then I was thinking to myself. This, is this the biggest piece that I have to offer? Um, and then I you know, really derived my, uh, derived my identity from that. And um, that's something that was hard to break. Yep. I was serving a sentence to and an obligation to my training, my nutrition. I would deprive myself from certain foods if I didn't do the training or I trained to it hurt if, yeah. I, um, you know, if I went out drinking and stuff. So this unhealthy relationship that I had to those things... Uh, even though I looked healthy, mentally I wasn't healthy. Wow. I didn't see yep. what everyone saw. And um, looking in the mirror every morning, every night, picking, yes. not being happy. Yes, um, that was that was a, a that was something I had to face and find how to get surpass that. Have you got past that? Not out of the woods, yeah. but definitely miles away from where I was. So. First, I put it as um, let's focus on performance markers, okay. um, which was great, but I think it was a bit more of a way to kind of, um, you know, pretend like oh, I am running really far, but really it might have been serving another another piece. But putting things, putting my life around events, performance markers, and then realizing, hold on, I've got so much more to give than what I look like, yeah. um, and seeing that that act of service, putting the attention on other people rather than the microscope on me, microscope on me, yeah. made a big difference. Good, that's a really really powerful point. I mean, you start off with the pretty people problems, where people essentially build you up into that um, position. But uh, and then we sort of measure ourselves by our physicality. I mean, you as a fitness identity would be measured by, you know, what you look like. Mm. Uh, and it's so easy for people to focus on that. But because you have everything else squared away, the body is that byproduct we spoke about beforehand. Correct. I mean, I went through it myself going through the military. You know, I was always able to win fitness competitions, doing things like that. Then when I joined Special Forces, I was like one of the youngest and fittest officers. But there were all these super smart tacticians and things like this. And I think the, the key challenge is to find when people then really appreciate that you need to have that, that education, that understanding, that competence in professional trade, that a lot of them actually let their physicality drop by the wayside because it's a difficult balance for one or the other. Um, how do you maintain the balance between that physical, mental and emotional health requirement for you? I take, I take the emphasis of needing to be balanced because I believe that being perfectly balanced is it's not that it's a facade mm-hmm. but it's it's um what it's is rare what is balance so balance yeah. exactly i mean i would define balance for me um being able to take care of all my responsibilities making sure that i feel fulfilled in what i'm doing and i'm mm-hmm. not disregarding any dependence or anything like that but that your purpose is authentic look mate yep. sometimes i my training goes to the wayside because i've got to put more time into work yeah. sometimes my relationship is doesn't doesn't have as much focus yeah so it's where we prioritize our time and, and look you're going to go through your ebbs and flows yeah. um coming to wa is to help give greater balance for me got it i think that's a key point there is also focusing on that longer term you know i know myself particularly when things break down um mentally and emotionally i put a lot into my physical my physicality and then missing a gym session or missing something or having like a you know a party and eating bad food can really ha- take its you know mental mental toll you know really take a hit but it's like, hey, you know, that's one day. That's one session. That might be one week, you know, in the long-term game that is, you know, another 30, 40, 50 years to go. It's all about pacing yourself, yeah? Well, we did touch based on net positive. Yeah. So it, 365 days in a year. Yeah. 300 days are good. That's You're, you're in the green. Boom, net uh, positive. I yeah, like that. Don't all use, right. Don't use, it, don't use it to piss. Got it. Yeah, to. Um, pets. Let's talk pets. Pets. Are you a cat or a dog person? Look, 
always been a strong dog advocate and I'm going to get a dog. But where we were living in Sydney, we only had a unit and my wife adores cats and her kitten died and uh, her cat died, sorry, who was stuck in WA, didn't come across Mm. and the world was falling apart. So I got her a cat, a kitten, and her name's Missy. Missy. (laughs) Missy the kitty. Missy the kitty. And, uh, mate, she's been amazing. So I now still like dogs better, but now I don't despise cats. How does Missy think about that? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Loves animals <laughs> yeah. uh, Have you always grown up with animals? Uh, yeah, yeah We had a German Shepherd when I was very young Okay And then a Shih Tzu Which, uh, rem- which really taught me never to get a Shih Tzu Okay, good Yeah, I mean the name sort of says it for me But anyway <laughs> Shih Tzu lovers Shih Tzu haters, please don't attack me yeah. um, If you were an animal, what would you be? A gorilla Oh Silverback type or? Just a hairy, hairy person Why is that? No, I, I'm just having a laugh. A lot of people compare me to a gorilla. I don't okay. know why, but I uh, appreciate it. Um, your spirit animal. What is your spirit animal? spirit animal. Mate, that, this is a fucking ambush. It is. Um, I can see the whites of your eyes getting bigger. That's when you engage an ambush when you see the whites yeah. of their eyes. No. An ant. <laughs> an ant? Yeah. Wow, because they're like 10 times stronger than themselves, because they're tireless workers, because they live in communities. They're workhorses, but they're only as strong if they work together. So realising the importance of uh, teamwork and uh, uh, one purpose. Gotcha. Why not a bee then? A bee? Yeah, but you fucking, you know, if someone comes across, you have to sacrifice yourself. I'm oh, not good. Well, I love the level that you went to. <laughs> it's not a sacrificial bee. Maybe more of a wasp. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what is your secret ability? Oh, secret ability? That people don't know about. What's something, what's that secret ability of Andrew Pat? I don't know, secret ability. Well, everyone says I, I'm always smiling and happy. Maybe it is that I've just got the ability to, to pep up and just put one foot in front of the other when everything uh, says else. Yeah, I don't want to prop you up too much, but I reckon your secret ability is that mindset you bring. It's absolutely incredible. But uh, what's your physical secret ability? What's something you can do that not many other people can do? Um, I can not blink really? for long periods of time, yeah. Really? Should we test that? We can if you want. How do you go with awkward silences? You blinked. I thought we were just going through the awkward <laughs> silence. I didn't know we were doing both. Can't do two things at once. Good. Yeah, Good to know. That's a weakness. <laughs> uh, biggest fear? Uh, biggest fear? Yes. I hate being out in the ocean and not being able to see what's around me. Oh, good. You should have come and we used to do night water jumps into Jarvis Bay, which is a uh, yeah, tiger sh- shark breeding shark ground. Yeah. breeding ground. And you had to, you would do it with like your bundle and yep. your bundle would have like a, a glow stick, usually like a green glow stick. And then you'd have one on your head as well. And I remember you sitting there bobbing at night waiting for the Zodiac to safety craft to come pick you up and you just felt like a lure yep. sitting there in the dark of the ocean. And yep. Okay, so bobbing around in the – mate, you're over here on the west, Western Australia, the West Coast now. Like they're big shark over here now. Yeah, they're, they're not messing around. The first weekend I came – so we got here on Thursday. Uh, Saturday we went abalone-ing. So we went out and yeah, picking up – all this uh, shellfish, whatever, crustaceans off the, off the rocks, yeah. um, which is pretty much like shark bait. But it was the previous days they were just like, uh, they spotted a 5.5 metre great wide yeah. and, and sharks close by. So I just Plus. thought, yeah. Uh, no, I did it. Okay. But uh, I got now they've got this thing called shark bands. Oh, I yeah. put it around my ankle and apparently it lets off this electromagnetic signal yeah. that disrupts their, yep. their senses. After it attracts them. Have you heard this? <laughs> no. Because the shark's like nose is this electro whatever receptor and actually it, it, it attracts. We When we do our ocean swims and stuff, yep, like yep. they go out the front and back, have them and actually is more inclined to attract sharks. 
um, to you, yep. but as in keep them at a, a distance. Yeah, so would I rather risk the gauntlet of just stumbling upon one and then yeah. they can just bite my leg off? Or I'm kill with you, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But doesn't the great whites like attack from below, so it's, by the time they hit you, it's like... It's actually, it actually says in the fine print, doesn't do anything, great whites. <laughs> How's that? Good, sorry. Fantastic. If you get taken by a shark after this, I'm going to be really Yeah, upset. well, at least you've got the evidence. This is Heston's fault. Yeah, mate. If you, do you take like a spear, take a hammer with you? I don't know. <laughs> Some form of defence mechanism. Um, so that's your physical fear. What's your biggest mental fear? Uh, losing, uh, losing my own, uh, losing trust in my own thoughts. Good. So seeing what my parents and what my family have been through when yep. they, you know, what they were saying or thinking or doing. They had no no understanding of what they were doing and, and, and not being able to tell if something was real, you know, losing in touch with reality. Gotcha. Uh, that's that's probably my biggest fear. Okay. What about your biggest emotional fear? Biggest emotional fear I guess losing losing those support networks, you know, those those kind of uh, those anchors that you have. Okay. Not being a good dad. I'm not a dad yet. I don't know. Are these things that worry you, that trouble your mind? Uh, no, but would definitely would like not being able to, like again, if I mentally cracked up whilst having kids, dependence, that would be that'd probably be the hardest thing to okay, go through. Good. I've seen it myself. But you know, you just got to focus on what you can do here and now. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm not living in fear. Good. What's your biggest regret? Uh, biggest regret was what I shared earlier when, when leaving the army and, yep. and, and what happened to my friend. Yeah. Um, took me a lot of years to kind of get around that okay. and what have you done about it since i've started a charity yep to help mitigate uh to connect communities between the civilian and military population and uh raise money to help fund people through different support networks okay good drills mate you're all over it man. we've spoken about that more and we'll speak about that a lot more as well um are you afraid of becoming irrelevant hmm let's focus on the fitness industry are you afraid that you know something's going to come out and all of a sudden we don't need you yeah, well, look, my a big gearing of mine, a deep positive gearing of mine is to be of service to others. Yep. Um, I can do that in various ways. So if Instagram shut off, if all of a sudden the fitness industry didn't need me, yep. there's a lot of other ways to give support. Okay, good. Can adapt and overcome. Uh, it's the only way to do How it. How do you feel relevant? How do I feel relevant? Um, just by the connections I've made through okay. the industry, through members, yep. through people. Affirmation of others. Absolutely. Okay, it's good. a big, big thing for me. Good. Um, can you cook? Oh, I can, but I don't. Oh, who does all the cooking? My wife. Oh, currently, really? her mother. Amazing. Oh. We're staying at hers whilst the house oh, is being built. How good are mums? Mums are great. Mine's the same. She cooks for me everything that I need. What's your favourite dish? Uh, love a good pizza. Love a good burger. Really? Mm. What's your ethnicity? Greek. Greek. English. Okay. Gotcha. Pizza. It's not very Greek or English. It's not. Okay. <laughs> any particular pizza? Usually you get the... Let's stick with toppings as opposed to brands to not have any copyright infractions. I was going to say Davoli? Davoli? What is that? It's like pepperoni. Um, it's usually like hot, like a hot sauce, pepperoni, cheese, and olives. Very, yeah, right. Very... A bit light on. Light. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to the US and had their deep dish pizza? I have. Oh. I felt like... Heaven. 
it was nice, but the next day I just felt yeah, true. suboptimal. She heavy. It's like 10 kilos <laughs> came to the big, car, eh? Yeah. I love pizza, but I'm the guy. Like smoothies, stir fries and pizzas I love, just but I want to like load it with everything so yeah. I can just be as efficient in my eating as possible. <laughs> That's good. What's your, uh, what's your go-to junk food or um, let's call it comfort food? Love a block of Kit Kat. Oh, really? It goes lasts about 10 seconds. Kit Kat Chunky? Kit Kat Chunky bars are great, Oh, but they're not... Not substantial enough. I would get multiple bars. So I just, just do it in one Kit Kat block. Okay. Do you pick them off? Oh, like the block of chocolate a Kit block. Kat. Not like the little snap off biscuit nah, ones. Nah, the big ones. So oh. it's a block. They're all, they're all, they can be individually compartmentalized. And like it says on the packet, this is a sharing block. Share with people, you fatty. But I just disregard that and just right. bite into it. Does that come from a childhood chocolate thing? No, nah, man. I just, that's just my go to if I'm going to have chocolate. I uh, like, I'm not. Would you call it a fetish? It's. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm not someone who gets caught up too much with automedia. I'm someone who um, identifies if I haven't eaten enough or I haven't eaten enough of a certain food group in a day. Okay. So I understand that it's a fuel source. Yep. And I've got to achieve, you know, I'll achieve my best for recovery and performance um, and sustainability and everything if yep. I get X amount of food. Do you like eating out or do you prefer at home? There's only so much eating out you can do to comes to a point where everything starts tasting the same or you just don't appreciate it anymore. Yeah, gotcha. So having a good mix, like, you know, even if you've got the finances to eat out every meal every day, um, it ruins it. It ruins the experience. So I'd rather eat at home as much as I can mm -hmm. and then you enjoy the treats of eating out. But how does that go with, like, your own eating regime as far as eating? A lot of people try and avoid eating out when they're sort of at your level of performance because they can't really control their macros or whatever. Do you worry about that sort of stuff? No, mate. Life's too young to worry about. Wow. You know, Said the 30-year-old. I love it. It says exactly. I've got, I've got a lot of life to live. Mate, I love it. I remember when I was 22 eating yeah. whatever I wanted in the mess over in Timor and my sergeant came over to me saying, you'll regret that one day. I was like, nah, I can eat whatever I want. Nah, you know well, what I mean? Yeah, me at 35 years old. Neck minute. Well, yeah. look, Neck minute, mate. I look back on photos of when I was 20 and I see how round my face was and I was like, well, that was uh, a lot of alcohol and a lot of food. Yeah, man. Same. Poor old round face. Still here. <laughs> um, what else have we got going on? I have a few questions from people. Can you? How many push-ups can you do in two minutes? Oh, 108. Really? Yeah. Uh, is that your best ever? That was a BFA standard? No, 108 was what I achieved in Kapuka. Okay. Uh, Jeez, get the, it was always about the 100 club, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, the best. I think, um, and, and I can't vouch for this, but I do remember doing 126. Oh, that's true. I think it I might like, be half-ass push-ups. I like to see those elbow bends and extensions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, my chest doesn't touch the ground. I had the uh, I had the record at Tucumano for a couple of years. It was like 116. Shit. But um, it was a good day. Don't ask me to do that now. 116, that's great. Mate, it, it was. You know how – But there was, those, there was like the – like that was the challenge, mate. That yeah. was, you know, there were 4 million push-ups that went into training for yeah. that one yeah. bespoke shoulder-rounding exercise. Yeah, well, it's so funny <laughs> because uh, – I think you're a bit more of an all-rounder, mate, so don't worry about that. Well, now I am. I wasn't back then. But yeah. it's funny because you lose it so quickly if you don't train yeah. it. That endurance in that amount of time, um, I reckon now I could probably bust out 60. I reckon you could do better, mate. You could, you could rest and recover pretty well in the upright position. 61. What? Uh, 61. We'll go with 61. <laughs> what about your heaves? What was your old heaves score? Uh, heaves, pull-ups. Yep. What do you call them in the fitness industry these days? Pull-ups. Pull-ups, okay. Uh, I'm, I think around 18, 19. Okay, good no. drills. Never yeah. made the 20 club? I don't think so. Oh, get amongst them, mate. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> How many burpees? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One million. One million. Um, so you don't cook, but have you ever had 
What's your worst cooking incident? I don't know who asked that question, but it's okay. an interesting one. Worst cooking incident was I put Maggi noodles <laughs> with no water in the microwave and put it on for two minutes. Oh, good. What was or the result? Just like just stinky mess. I was sitting in front of the TV going, hmm, that doesn't smell right. And okay. another one was I cracked open six eggs to fry in the pan and I was just sitting there for an embarrassing and long amount of time going, this is not cooking and realised that it wasn't on. Gas, oh. it wasn't on. Oh, it was gas too, not yeah. just the electric one. No. Oh. So I was just sitting there going, hmm, there's nothing's happening here. Interesting. And I sat there for too long. Oh yeah, room cooked eggs. Room cooked eggs, yeah. So uh, okay. good to know. Questioned myself. That's all right. That that's day. all right. You never did that again, did you? That left an emotional injury. Yeah. Um, we've spoken about your eating regime, food regime. Talk to me about your sleep regime. Sleep regime, um, actually, it's become more apparent. I mean, look, we all understand that sleep's important, uh, but to what degree mm. is the in question? And you tell me, what's the degree to you? Well, how do how do you keep someone accountable? How do you convey to someone the importance of it if it's something that they can't see? You know, you, oh, I can f- I feel tired, but I just have coffee or any sort of stimulant. Very true. Um, you know, oh, I'll I'll, sk- I'll skip an hour of, of sleep in the morning to go and train twice in a day because yep. that's what makes results. Not knowing, you know, the 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 not the, just the damage, but how far it pulls you back from recovery and, and op- optimizing performance is been quite profound since I've got a new uh, band wearable tech called Whoop, yep. and this is I'm not plugging them at all, but. It's, it enables you to understand your sleep breakdown, the different cycles, and not only how much sleep you get, but just your reg- how regulated your sleep is. Yeah, so for some people to, to perform optimally and, and through their daily tasks, it could be six hours a day to 10 hours a day. It just, it's how case by case. Mate, I was running for about four and a half, five hours for a long time. Oh, wow. Okay. Many years ago. Yep. And, uh, you know, I was falling asleep standing up, yeah, you know, right. especially the, the output I was putting in. But I started to understand six and a half to seven hours was, yep. was where I worked well. Yep. But hitting the eight hour mark, um, even to nine hours, Oof. everything has improved. Oh, really? Across the board. So you, are you, what's your sort of regime? What time do you go to sleep? What time do you wake up? So well, I'm on Christmas holidays at the moment, um, but... If I can get to bed at 9.45, 10, yep. and, if I, and I'll be up at uh, 4.45 to 5.45. Oh, you're an early riser. Yes. Oh, I'm a night owl. How do you do this early rising? That's disgusting. <laughs> Man, I Good just, start to the day. It is, it is. Like, I love Keep seeing... The, um, what's it called? Uh, anxiety at bay. Yeah. Look, if I can get tasks done that are a priority for me before there's any reason to say you're too busy, yeah, good. that's the biggest thing. What's the first thing you do in the morning? First thing I do in the morning. Get out of bed. Okay, I get it. I get out of bed. <laughs> so more so from a, you a workout in the morning type person or you meditate in the morning type person, like what's your go-to setting the conditions for your day? Me, it's I meditate. Yep. Um, 10 minutes minimum mm-hmm. and depends on the day. 10 minutes meditation, so just breathing, whether I'm laying down or sitting up. Eyes open, eyes closed. Eyes closed. Okay. Uh, and then I move on to stretching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could be a, a mixture of mobilization, joint mobilization, or just standard stretching. Uh, sometimes I put a coffee on, okay. kettle on whilst I'm doing that. Yep. And then, then that will put me in a place where I'm like, yep, I'm either good to go for a run, a swim, or go and do my training. And if I can have everything squared away before 7, 7.30, yeah. mate, it leaves me my entire day. I came up with a rule for a couple of years that any time before 9 is my time, Okay. 9 a.m. So getting up at that 4.35, that gave me a copious amount of time wow. to do everything I wanted to. 
that I reckon that stretching and breathing in the morning is so important. I've actually started doing that during this Chrissy break. Cool. And it's just getting some movement, like helping to release whatever's going on. Otherwise, jumping straight into because I often train first in the morning, yep. jumping straight into some high intensity training or some gym training. Like yep. you sort of just keep compacting your body in i don't know well there's a few different breathing methods that you can perform and you can see how uh tight and angst and locked in you are compared to the end of the 10 or cycle that you're doing and you're like oh my god i was about to go and perform something i was trying to perform my best when i was already so tight and wound and bound and i find if i'm doing any sort of meditation it it actually i don't feel like i need coffee yeah. Well, if I wake up, I'm like, bang, let's get a coffee going. If I go through Good. this, I'm like, no, like having a cold shower or something. Yeah. You know? No, with you, same. I go to the gym and sometimes just warm up on some of the cardio apparatus. It's just actually getting those big, deep breaths in as opposed to having a pre-workout. You know, we keep looking for that stimulant motivation as opposed to activating what's already going on inside. Well, it's the only opportunity where you're actually aware of your own breathing through the day and that's when you can really tap into, you know, your central nervous system. Yep. Um, and, and enable yourself to, to change, you know, your autonomic nervous system where you're going to be a bit more flight or fight or rest and digest. And yep. having that own ability and understanding that, yep. you can just do little micro efforts through the day, whether you're driving a car, you're, you're in an elevator. If you can understand that and you feel the importance of it and the, the product of that, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Rest and digest, that's me 24-7 these days. <laughs> um, so we're talking about sleep patterns. Uh, you are an early riser, not a night owl. Mm-hmm. Which side of the bed? It's changed. Oh, shit. Yeah, so... Is this I, with the transition to WA? Yes. The different poles affecting... Of course. Okay, El Nino and El Nina. Yep. Exactly. Okay. No, I was, uh, I was sleeping. I was always, always, always sleeping. I like... Let's, I'll stop. I sleep closest to the door. Okay. Entryway. Oh, look out. Just, Protector. Yeah, just so I have to get... Oh. I get killed first. Yeah, gotcha. So I don't have to see Renee get killed. Or you have to so pee first. more selfish. Oh, oh yeah, pee first. Not in, not, not in the shower. Not in the shower. Side sleeper, back sleeper, face sleeper? Um, depending on the mattress and the pillow. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> the tangible variants. Okay. Yeah. Back sleeper. Back sleeper? Yeah. Snorer? Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, not always. Particularly bad if I'm really tired or if I've been drinking. Drunk. Yeah. Yep. That old chestnut. Oh, yeah, it's nothing, worst. nothing worst. Big spoon or little spoon? I love, I appreciate being the little spoon. Oh, wow. Look at this sensitive new age yeah, man here. Never, gentlemen. but I'm never the little spoon. Oh, mm. okay. Is that wish, a, it's oh. just because Renee wants to be. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I thought there was a, a, we're almost having a firm vulnerability non-moment there. Okay, <laughs> good. That's his authentic self. I love it. Uh, um, kids. How many? Or gender? What do you want? What's the plan? Mate, we're looking at two. Okay, two. Yeah. Twin, I, twins? No. Okay. I don't th- there's a higher risk with twins. Okay. Um, but I think having two, Renee wants two girls. I would like one of each. Which do you want to be older? I would like this, to have a son first, yep. but the anxiety for my – she suffers with anxiety. Yep. The anxiety of thinking if our number two isn't a girl, we're going to have to go for a number three. It'd just be better for both of us if she had a girl first and then I'll take the weight off her shoulder, not, not, not mattering as much. Oh, because she wants two girls. She wants two girls. Got it. Understood. Yeah, so if we have a boy Jeez. and then have a boy again, she's like, we're going to try a third one. I was for me, I just don't want three. Okay. We shall see. What's wrong with three? Nothing wrong with three. Okay. It's a personal choice. Gotcha. It's also sort of cars and seats and all that sort of stuff uh, as well. You start yeah. logistics ticks in my head. Yeah. Wow. Good. Got names picked out? No. Have you do you want some? Thought about it. Yeah, go. No, I'm good. Nah. I would never do that to someone. <laughs> Most embarrassing moment. Most embarrassing moment? I've had so many. <laughs> so okay, I've got one that just came to mind. Okay. All uh, I was in no, I wasn't in little athletics, but we used to compete. And one of the events was high jump. 
and yeah. it was in front of my entire class where I did my high jump, got over the bar and the instructor trainer was like, okay, I just want you to focus more on your run up, your lead up, count your steps, etc. There's mats over there. And I didn't understand that he was, he was meaning just only the run, don't do the jump. And everyone was watching me because, and then it was like, you know, the environment was very still, very clinical. And everyone just w- witnessed me run towards the mat at full pace and just jump in the air and land on my coccyx and back and head on like this thin little mat. And I was I completely winded myself and I was stuck Good. on the floor Good. whilst everyone pointed fingers, including the teacher, and laughed at me. How old were you? Oh, I was probably about 13. Oh, poor yeah. little pap, yeah. teenage pap. Yeah. What, oh, yeah. what did you learn? I learned jumping on hard surfaces isn't suggested. The lesson here is, ladies and gentlemen, when you tell Andrew Pap to jump, he just says how high he actually does it. <laughs> he goes ahead and he I does can it. I put my body on the line. Good drills. Yeah. All right. Have you ever stolen anything in your life? Yes. Apart from hearts and smiles. Oh, I don't want those ones. Love it. Yeah. Um, I worked at, uh, I was 14 at the time and I worked at a video store. So you'd recovered, you'd recovered from the jumping incident? I recovered from the jumping incident, <laughs> barely. Still in a wheelchair. No, I, w- I was working at a store and I, uh, you know, I had, I'd never stolen anything before. Yep. And working there with older people who were in a management role and seeing, you know, they'll just get a Mars bar from the counter that would sell and just start eating goods and not paying for it. I didn't understand. And they're like, oh, it doesn't matter. And I was led astray, taking full responsibility. By old people. I was like, no, just uh, just people who could have been 18, 20. Impressionable. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, you know what? Who cares? And so I started eating, you know, confectionery and drinking. It doesn't seem like a big deal. It got worse. Oh, really? So I just have to quickly ask, was the first thing you stole a Kit Kat? No. Okay, cool. It was a Mars bar. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof, don't tell the Kit Kat. Okay. It got worse? I don't know if I should even go and talk about this. It just got worse <laughs> in terms of... It got really bad. Yeah. In terms of... Uh, peop- <laughs> people... Well, we're in the ambush now, mate. <laughs> the walls are closing in. Yeah, I know. I can feel it. <laughs> I always told my bloody parents' credit cards went and bought about $1,500 worth of military equipment. <laughs> from the local disposal store and then my dad made me take it back and the, the next day and the jerks gave me $750 for it and I had to spend $750 worth of work building back that money. Oh, oh don't worry, mate. They closed down during COVID and I'm not sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh great. God. That's great. Um, uh, Favourite body part? Of who? You or me? No, you mm. first. Um, you first. <laughs> uh, Favourite body part? Um... I just get this weird feeling that like my heart's going to stop one day. Oh, really? Yeah. So I really appreciate my heart because it does go through a lot of trauma. Okay. Um, and looking into the body's physiology and everything like that, I just think, man, we're amazing. Yeah, gotcha. We're really amazing in how everything works. And just thinking that this is the engine, this is my ticking piece. Pretty cool, though. That's a- enables me to do A, B, and C. And yep. Um, and just having full mobility, like it's hard to choose one piece. Yeah, gotcha. Favorite muscle group to work out? Chest is always fun. Yeah, chest okay. always gets you a good pump. Gotcha. You are renowned for having a good chest. Oh, well, thank you. No pleasure. <laughs> Favorite body part to train others on? Oh yeah, I mean legs is always fun. Oh, taxing. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, you are an evil person. Yeah, it's metabolic. Or or. There's always like huge strength performance. Okay. Legs like someone's overhead press or bench press is only going to incrementally get bigger. Yep. Especially towards you know the the tipping 
point of the spear but when someone's new to training they start making huge profound change and improvements with their deadlift and squats okay it's good to see it's good for them to see too gotcha what is your favorite exercise of all time Oh man, I think people know me for my kick sits. You do. Yeah. I hate those things. Yeah. I do not have that mobility, but they're impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy kick sits. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I look, I enjoy. Is a that lot of how you get the Andrew Pat V? Oh, don't even go. Hey, there. mate, I've seen the I've oh. seen the advertisements. I oh, know. It better <laughs> be as good as in, inside the boxes, out of the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, I just forgot. <laughs> I just made myself blush saying that. <laughs> Um, you found yourself a magic lamp and have a genie with three wishes. Mm. What are they in priority order? Oh, priority order. Damn. Oh, yes. You can't ask for more wishes. You can't ask for true love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the well, standard Aladdin rules. World peace. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, look, man, I would love to see um, people adopt, treat others the way you want to be treated. Okay. I think that would First just... First wishes culture. I like it. Yeah. I yeah. Like, look, of course. I can ask for a billion dollars. Yep. I can ask for a trillion dollars. It's got, not going to change the world. Money doesn't make you happy? Yeah, like all that stuff. I'm, I know that sounds really cliche. You. And, you no. know, but like you. if you've got an opportunity to actually make a profound difference, whether it's, you know, let's, let's change the environment. Yep. Let's, let's cure all these carbon, emission, carbon emissions. Let's, let's make things back to the way they should be. Um, yeah, that's just, you can't palm that off okay. if you've got a conscious... Bam. So first wish is healing the world, making it a better place for you and for me, as Michael Jackson might say. Yes. What about second wish? Second wish would be, I just feel like life is too short. If we could live longer. Oh, wow. Okay. That'd be great. Now, question on this one. Live longer or heal and regenerate faster? I, well. Because like would you want to be old? Depends. So if you're heal, healing and regenerating faster, does that mean your cells are doing that too so you actually just inevitably live longer? Yeah, but all, as in would you prefer to – good, I like this, <laughs> chicken or the egg. Yeah, chicken I was like, egg. would you like to be 150 and no. like still be alive of course being not. fed with the spoon? Of course Or not. would you like to be yourself at 80? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to be living a high uh, – a life of high quality. Yeah, got you. Um, forever. No, not forever, of course. Yep. Uh, probably to actually trump that notion would be to find out more about the universe got you to know more okay well you get, that can be a third wish not your second wish okay well, my second wish is to live longer yeah got you because uh, I, I do want to see where the human race goes i do want to see mm. the advances we make i was gonna say i love that your first wish is healing and supporting the world because especially we're going to live longer then there's going to be more people on this earth so you're really going to be affecting the other wish which is great you've already set the conditions for a longer lasting life and then knowing more about the universe, the potential for human expansion. Mm. Mm, good. I like these. These are very insightful. You are quite <laughs> the layer cake here. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> no, look, I, I'm, I'm, a big, I'm a big geek when it comes to the universe and, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I really, I really, there's a lot of parts about me that I just don't disclose yep. because not, not everyone wants to know everything about me. But, yeah, that's me. Favourite hobby? Uh, used to be surfing. I, oh. I just I've stopped surfing when I moved to Sydney. Yep. Just too much of a hassle. Uh, I do I do really do thoroughly enjoy playing Xbox. Call of Duty. Call of Duty's been my game. I'm waiting for another game release. What was it? Pappy Boy. Pappy Boy. Pappy Boy. S- slash all these numbers. I don't even know. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. 
Are you like level a thousand? No, I don't get to play as much. Uh, um, I love how that the one moment sitting across from you, your face turns to a kid. You're like, I don't get to play as <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can tell there's oh, some the there's some rain behind yeah. you. Wow. Oh, absolutely. Like if I had my choice, I would play hours every day. Sorry, you you told me that everyone has a choice. Ah oh, shit. Yeah. Look, prioritize. I prioritize. Good. I prioritize. He's going to get correctly. serious on me. We're yeah, going to keep yeah, this yeah. light and fun. Yeah, yeah. Worst habit. Worst habit. Worst habit. Worst habit was apart um, from being in the shower. Yeah, it's, it's gone now. Bad. Killed that. No, no, I'm still doing it now. Oh, we're yeah. back. Okay. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to prove a point. That's all it was. Now everyone's visualizing you peeing in the shower. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for that, yeah, yeah. You're yep. welcome. Uh, I'm hydrated too, so oh, good. It's not so pee white, ready to fight. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Pee white, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, worst habit. It got to a point where I was so overstimulating myself with podcasts, audiobooks reading yep. and everything that I was becoming overwhelmed, not retaining anything and getting a little bit anxious. Okay. I actually became uncomfortable to be in my own headspace to, to be in silence. Yeah, right. So I had to um, break that, like, you know, I was bringing my phone onto, into the bathroom, into the shower, on when I was cleaning the house, yeah, in right. the car. I just didn't stop. Good. That little anxiety machine. Yeah. Yep. So I, I end up um, putting out boundaries in terms of when it's appropriate to be on the phone and it's been really good. Oh, good on you. Most disgusting habit. You, we're, there's some self-accountability here. You know, I, I'm not going to bring your wife in here to, to provide this, but yep. we all have something that someone doesn't like. We think it's probably fine for I us, but what's... Okay. I used to get... So, um, chewing gum. Oh, yeah. Chew, chewy. And I used to put it down in the side of the door frame uh, in the car. All right. So, there's, a, there's like a little crevice that you can't see yeah. unless you put your fingers down there. But yeah. I used to chew, chewing in the morning after drinking a coffee and the coffee used to be... Because the coffee started standing my teeth. Yeah. It's just like black coffee. You do have great teeth. Oh, thank you. I actually got Invisalign. Shout out to to those guys. Yeah, Smart I did it as well. Oh, right. I got the wires oh, in the back. Too. It's so amazing, eh? Yeah. Look, I I remember when I did first meet you. You like you were you're a very attractive man, but your teeth could have been a little bit better. <laughs> now, mate, they are flawless. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, uh, it was something that I it w- didn't take any any of my self confidence. It was more the point that it actually. Um, Functionally, it became an issue. Hygienically, it became an issue. Yeah, for sure. And my, my, my wife is like obsessed with teeth, so it's she's like, you've they're got like problems. The wear and tear. You know, our whole lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A big smile is a good part. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the gum chewing, chewing gum, putting it on the side. My wife hates it. What was the purpose of putting it there? I just didn't want to throw out the window, and then I didn't. Oh, want good. To Remember, he hates littering. Yeah. Hates littering. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Um, yeah, gum is like so dangerous for like animals and pets and stuff too. But yes. So you would never clean it off afterwards. From time to time, but then yeah, okay, I just, just it wasn't too busy. Priority. And yeah, then your wife finds out, and then she, yeah, yeah, wow. You get How does she find it? What's she doing with her hand I down have there? No idea. Mm. I don't know. But I think because sometimes there's rubbish she puts down there, so she's like trying to pick it up, and then maybe oh, okay, yeah, so came into contact in the contact in the conduct of my crime. I came across yours. That's mm. very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Um, okay, all right. Anything else you'd like to ask me? No, you don't get a chance. Ah, <laughs> lucky. Um, all right, so uh, very, very last one. Mm-hmm. If social media crashed tomorrow, what would you do? I'd just run out to the bush and lose myself, be a complete nomad. No, oh, really? No, okay. no. If social media finished, it's yeah. actually a blessing in disguise. To be perfectly honest with you, I wish it didn't exist. There's a part of me I wish it didn't exist. Yep. There's a certain obligation requirement to continue to good post content yes. um, and engage with those people talking to you correct. and, okay. and, and yeah. uh, mate, i am like a beyond grateful for what's what's occurred through it and i understand the importance of it marketing 
digital community. Of course, yep. of course. But it's it is also very taxing, and it's a part. Of, it's it's a part of my life that doesn't give me as much fulfillment mm. as other factors, other things in my life. So it's um it's not a thorn in my side by any means, and yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about it, but it would force me to then pivot outside of social media and think, okay, well, I'm just going to make it work outside of that, which which is a challenge, but. It, I would imagine it, it would it would manifest itself to be something that would be better gotcha. in some ways. Okay. Mm. Do you prefer your online self or your in real life self? Oh, in real, in real life self. My online self you is... You are taller in real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard that. <laughs> um, my online self is uh, just a, just one layer of, yeah. of myself and it, it just doesn't give us enough substance to what I really try and getting out there. Do you find that so hard in not wanting to over-communicate or overwhelm people with, you know, you're a very complex guy in a lot of great ways, in all great ways, um, but the ability for people to digest all of that in one sitting is too much. So the ability to then forcing yourself to fragment yourself for what you put on a social media, does that? how does that go with you? Well, I find social media to be more of a catalyst for them to have the choice to whether I want to invest more time in this person. Yep. So where it's, you know, the Everyday 365, Active Escapes, other things that I run and, and host, that's an opportunity for me to then disclose more. Because people got to choose yeah, to, you know, if you're trying to talk about some deep conversations, not everyone's geared that way. Yeah. You've got your Just shallow swimmers and you've got your deep sea divers. Got it. And Boom. I, I initially... Th- thought that the 365 was going, everyone was going to be a deep sea diver. Everyone wanted to know the philosophies, the the nuances. Um, But that's not the case. Some people just say, shut up, just give me my training program, my nutrition program, and I want to be by myself. Give us a flex. And other people are on the other end of the spectrum. They're like, I want to know everything about myself. I want to know everything about you. And so you just got to be able to work between. Yeah, right. It's a bit of a taste test. Allow people to choose their own adventure. Did you ever have one of those books as a kid, the Choose Your Own Adventure books? No, I've played a game similar to that concept. Like you like where you read it? It's like if you take this path, turn to page 47. If you don't, turn to... No, I understand that. No, oh. no, no that's a, there's, a, there's a game that I play that's oh, okay. very much similar to that. What is this game? It's called Mass Effect. It's like a 10-year span between three games. So the decisions you made in the first game affect what happened in the game three. You are a gamer. They're the only games I really got into. Okay. Mm. Favourite ball game? I love NBA. I love following basketball. Is that what you meant? Board game. Oh, this is a ball game. Okay. No. <laughs> board game. Yeah. Favourite board game is basketball. Good to know. Basketball. Favourite board game. I enjoyed Mono- I enjoy Monopoly. Yeah, for sure. It does take the, a long time. Are you the time. banker? Oh, yeah, if I'm the banker, don't, don't trust me. I'll put, I those, was five, say. put those 500 underneath my yeah, same. board. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Did you ever play Mousetrap as a kid? No, uh, no oh. once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Hungry Hippos? Hungry Hippos are good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, Twister. Oh, really? Twister was fun. Are you a drunken Twister? Back in the day, man. <laughs> He's a married man now, ladies and gentlemen. Man now. What's uh, one thing that people don't know about you? One thing that people don't know about What's one thing that people don't know about you that you want them to know? Okay. One. Oh, I, one thing that people don't know about me that I want them to know. It's not your heart. It's not your smile. It's not your teeth. <laughs> um. Not an easy question. It isn't an easy question. No. One thing. And you have been good. Like you have definitely fought your way out of the ambush in every, in every way. So this is, a, a, this is a question that actually I wouldn't even know how to answer, but I want to see how you deconstruct the question and how you construct your answer. Mm. One thing that people don't know about me that I want them to know. Well, look, 
I think it's very easy to um, have a predisposed concept of someone who looks a certain way, is flaunting on Instagram, social media, is within an industry, and that's normal. But I just want people to know that there's so much more to me than those those superficial concepts, not for my own self-benefit to say, hey, don't paint me in that light, but also for people to go to, to understand that if you were ever wanting to achieve A, B, and C, like we said previously, don't try to do what people are doing who have succeeded. And I'm not saying that I have succeeded in anything, but don't try to do what people are doing in succeeded. that position. Yep. Do what it takes to get there. Absolutely. So if people can understand, okay, well, Andrew actually has this particular mindset. He's actually been through these certain things and he has, has built these certain qualities to get to X. Yep. I think that, I think it just benefits them more than being caught in the trap of like, oh, you just got to have to have, you just got to have to flex, take your shirt off, yep. um, post about a certain amount of product and that's it. Happy days. Good. It just, it, yeah, that's what I think. I don't know if that answered it really well. But you had me. Good. He passed the Oculus Island test at the end as well. Ah. That was good. Uh, no, mate, good, good, interesting answer there as well. I think the key part, what the one thing people don't know about you, they want to know about you, might be something that you don't even know about yourself. And that's what's still to come. Exactly. So there are these quadrants that we have within ourselves. Oh, look out. Here we go. Quadrants. Where you know something about yourself that everybody knows. Yes. Where you know something about yourself that nobody knows. Uh-huh where there's something that everybody knows about you that you don't know. Yes. And then there's something that nobody knows and you don't know about yourself. I love it. So you can kind of deconstruct yourself and put certain topics and themes and characteristics of yourself in these certain spots. Like what are you keeping to yourself? If you know them. If you know them, of course. Yes. So there's certain things that we – it's really about trying to put as much out there as possible and not be ashamed or not not feel like you're – you have to hide things and it's about making sure that people understand you and you understand yourself. It's a pretty cool. Gotcha. I forgot what the quadrant was. I'm such a visual learner. So my head is like literally making up these little quadrants and you've actually just sort of fatigued me a little bit because it's hard <laughs> for me to do that. So yeah, yeah, well, well played. Yeah. That was a good shot back across the bow. Um, cool. Well, mate, it's been a fantastic pleasure getting to know some interesting insights to yourself. Um, you have survived this ambush. Um, we'll give you your... Um, junior leadership course, Scout of Honor. You didn't get student of merit, but um, <laughs> that's because you're on a solo course here. But it's been a pleasure having you on, mate, getting to know a little bit more about you. And thank you for being authentically you. Mate, I really appreciate it. I'm a big supporter of everything you're doing, Heston. Um, mate, I'll, I've got you back with what you're doing. I think it's really important. And it's great to see someone stepping up and doing the right thing for people who aren't in the position to do it for themselves. So, mate, my hat off to you. Oh, thanks, Legend. That wasn't pre-scripted, mate. I really, really appreciate it. And you know what? That's what we need more in this community, mate, is a lot of just everyone helping each other for a true and authentic purpose. And um, if there's not uh, a more authentic purpose than just helping each other be the best that we can be each and every day, regardless of what that is, and I don't know what it is. So it's great knowing that there's guys like you out there setting and leading the example. Um, you definitely um, help me to be better at what I do, uh, even just looking on social media, having chats with you. It's great to figure out who you are. Um, so, again, mate, thank you so much. And um, we'll check in next time. Looking forward to it, mate. Thank you. Thanks. See you, mate. Thanks for listening to the Voice of a Veteran podcast. We really hope that there were some key takeaways that might help you be they relatable, be they aspirational. But we're not just here for your entertainment. So please make sure you remember, move on and action from here. 
And that's it, guys. If you've heard something here today that has truly helped you, it's our duty to share that information with as many as we can. Support is about being proactive, and that's taking action to better our own lives as well as the lives of as many mates as we can. We love your support getting these messages out, so please subscribe. Go to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Voice of a Veteran. Catch you next time. See ya.